Hello and welcome to episode 55 of the Talk Nintendo podcast. I am one of your hosts, Casey Gibson, and joining me this fine evening, as always, the one, the only, Perry Burkham. Guess who visited me the other day? Was it the Tooth Fairy? Uh, that could be one of his nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be weird, no. actually. <laughs> that would be a weird name. No, the Bivs. Ooh, the, the, the Bivs, Bivs, huh? Japan. Yeah, the Bivs son. He, uh, Danny Bivens and his wife. He flew all the way to hang out? Yeah, see, yeah, um... It's the darndest thing. Apparently, James Tarleton, like, just invited him to my house without me knowing. Mm. And so he just showed up with his wife one day and then explained the whole thing. So, uh... Perfect. Yeah, yeah. So, but There's nothing like a random bibs at the door. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I wonder who's at the door, honey. Yeah. It's the bibs. <laughs> Oh my goodness! No, yeah, not really. That's not what happened. But yeah, he was uh, he was visiting USA, and then he stopped by, like in between visiting uh, people. So uh, we had some fun. It was awesome. That's sweet, dude. That's yeah. that's your first time ever meeting the Bivs, huh? Heck yeah! I'm like, when's that ever gonna happen again? You know, like I'll have to go to Japan. I guess but, we like, will. Japan I'm in. came to me. Sold. Let's do it. Yeah, we've talked about it, dude. That's. If there's one place I will go, hopefully before I die, that's the place. I really want to go to Japan so bad. Japan's one day, good stuff. One day. Nice people. Then we and could just go crash the bivs. We can crash the bivs. Yep. <laughs> yep. Hope Although, you don't yeah, mind. <laughs> we're here to play video games and hang out. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually pretty cool. We were looking through my Famicom games, you know. Oh and, yeah, dude. Because uh, that that big old find, a couple. I guess at this point, is probably like half a year ago. Probably, yeah. Oh, still, I still remember getting that mother and pulling it out and just freaking out. <sighs> Good times. Anyway, we got a packed episode this time. Some might even say it's hearty. <laughs> yes. But I, we'll get into that when it comes to news time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, a bunch of new games that we've been reviewing. And, well, I I guess I've been... It's It was Casey's review week last week with two games and then it's my review week this week with two games my, mine's um, been the 16-bit week yeah yeah um and then uh we got some listener uh what they've been up to uh i guess i don't know we listener what, what do we call that i don't know um you got me we'll have to a come listener, up with some sort of jingle a listener game I'm not coming up with any more jingles. <laughs> L-I-S-T. <laughs> Endermail. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get into that. But then, uh, yeah, uh, Hefty, another, I think, 10 games came out for Switch this week. Dude, the Switch is on fire right now. It's this on fire. eShop, dude. I, it's like California with these wildfires. It's crossed over into the eShop. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yep, it's gone over the... Uh, Pacific Ocean. The Mendoza line. <laughs> <laughs> it looks and it looks like we got a packed uh, news talk, and then our topic of the show, which is our, our top three, three most anticipated releases for the remainder of the year. We figured with the contest giveaway that we did this last week, up to you know it ended the night of recording, 
we were asking people what your favorite or most anticipated game outside of Odyssey was for the remainder of the year. So we figured it'd only be fitting that we uh, we gave our top three and uh, sort of hype up the rest of the year because, believe it or not, man, we th- this year is going to be over before we know it. It's already the middle of October. Oh, man. Mario's going to be here in two weeks, and then next thing you know, it's going to be... It's going to be Christmas, and there's going to be games galore, as if there weren't already enough out as we speak. And there's going to be a shiny, well, probably not shiny, but a box on your doorstep for Christmas. Is it going to be a brand new Mario Odyssey Switch bundle so I can finally get those dope red cons? Maybe if I get that in a Craigslist <laughs> deal. Maybe if I win the lotto. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we should get started on this packed episode. Now, I believe you have some sort of surprise. Ooh, we sure do. It's been a hot minute since we've had the old... Mystery History! Mystery History! Yes, Mystery History! The return of... It's been a hot minute since we've uh, we've had I one know, of these. I know, I'm trying and... to think. Like, yeah, I can't... Mario Kart on the... I with, forgot uh, what with the Mr. Panda maybe mm. was that Super the last one? I feel like I might have done a mystery maybe, history in the maybe in between that time, but I can't even remember. Yeah, I, we should have a list somewhere. Of uh, this. we need to make yeah master list. Yeah. Yep. But enough of that jazz. For those who don't know, mystery history, it is um, a game where I play an old game. Perry is gonna guess. He's got fifteen guesses, and uh, he'll be or I should say he has fifteen questions to ask me about the game and then he will formulate a guess or hopefully he'll know what game it is after five questions i will have a hint question for him or just a i should just say a hint and uh that'll be after the fifth the tenth and then finally at the after he's exhausted all of his questions i will give him one last hint and then he can guess on what the game is so and yeah and that just reminded me that no the last one was lost the WarioWare one. Oh, that's right. That's Remember? right. Yep. It was botched anyway, so. Yeah, because I didn't, I didn't think of questions because I'm an idiot. But don't <laughs> you dare worry about it. I've got hints lined up, and I've got a little history. It's perfect. I'm ready. Beautiful. Are you? Beautiful. Okay, well, then I'll get, I'll get things started. Um, uh, is it, when it was released, was it on a handheld device? Yes. Okay, all right. So that could be DS, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color. Uh, let's see. Because um, we're not counting 3DS, right? Uh, no, 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 we no, no. Yeah. I don't know when we're going to start not counting that. Well, that's still releasing stuff. So, okay. Uh, um, is it on the DS? Yes. Oh, man, that was a lucky guess. Nice. Okay. Um, all right. So what would Casey be playing at the beginning of October on a DS? Mm. What games has he got? See, I was thinking okay. you might have leaned towards an SNES game with the release of the classic, but you, you yeah. sniffed this one out real quick. Yeah, I sure did. I was thinking he would. that would be too obvious, you know. Yeah, because then you there's only 21 games. You get you literally just yeah. about all your questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, is this a game made by Nintendo or published? Like, you know, is it have the Nintendo name on it? Is it a first or second party release? 
Yes, it is. Now, I'm just going to double confirm before mm-hmm. I, I, I let you move on here. But <laughs> I like you, you like turn on the game, yeah, and like I can hear the music, and it's like, <laughs> oh no, um, <laughs> like oh, it's Fire Emblem. Yeah, no, it, okay, yeah, that, my suspicions are confirmed. Nintendo, it was yes, at least published by Nintendo. Yes. Right. Okay. 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 Okay, well, that man, that's a big hint because it's not obviously, obviously published by Nintendo. Whew. See what I did there? See, that mm, was a good one. Yeah, you're you're welcome for my I think I'm on. lack of preparation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um is it a platformer? No, it is not. Okay. You're at four questions, so All after right. this next question, you will get a hint. I think I might know what it is. Mm. It, but uh, I, it's just a maybe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it, okay. Is it? Uh, <laughs> what type of game is it? <laughs> <laughs> will Perry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it a rhythm game? No, it is not. Okay. All right. Good. All right. There goes so. My- We've hit the first benchmark here for hints. Now, this hint, I don't know, it might throw you off, it might help you, we will see. Alright. This game originated as a minigame in a long-standing Nintendo franchise. Hmm. I know what this game is. Do you? Yes, I do. Let's hear it. Is, is it, wait, hold on. Is this on the DSiWare? Yes, it is. Is it Burden Beans? Yes, it is. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nope, that was a good hint. And you know what? I Not a lot of people probably knew that. Well, you know what it um, is? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, a lot of people probably do know. Well, or, now. Yeah. Now. Yep. Yeah. Well, my, see, my, my second hint was you control a red bird with a white belly. And the third one was this game was featured in the 2017 Nintendo World Championships. I Heck knew, yeah. yeah, I knew you had not watched the championship, so I wasn't Dude. sure if. Oh, I, I did catch it. I, I, I actually did catch a bunch of it. Like probably like, like the first, like the second fifth of it probably. So I actually did watch this, mm. and I was watching Burden Beans, and I was like, "Dude, these guys are all noobs." Like, oh, I would have <laughs> killed it there. Well, I would have killed it. Because, I mean, but they were all probably playing it for the first time. It seemed like it. But, I mean, they yeah. were just... And the, you I also got to think, they've got tons of people screaming and yelling and, like, the pressure's yeah. on. So, I, I get it to an extent. But, yeah. No, after, yeah. after one game, I think I beat, like, my second try um, ever. I'm pretty sure I beat everyone everyone scored yeah <laughs> that, that, that oh scored i know i know i know uh, it was really painful because it's like they would go and they would re- okay let's talk about the game and then i'll well, tell yeah, you why l- it was painful let me give a little history first off uh it was launched on april 5th 2009 it was uh, a cost of 200 nintendo points back when they still use those nintendo points it translates oh, a to a dollar 99 in current money real money i should say or at least uh the american dollar um, you could still pick it up. Um, it is DSiWare game, but you could pick it up on the eShop. This was a remake of the mini games from uh, Wario WarioWare Inc. Mega Micro Games of uh, yep. Pyoro. Is that how you pronounce it? Puro. Puro yep. and Puro Two. Yes. Um, in the original game, you would have to unlock um, 
all of the or you'd have to encounter and unlock for free play all of the mini games to unlock the first mode and by getting a flower on every mini game which uh, was done by beating the set goal times you would unlock the second part of that um they packaged this up as a dsi wear game um and such a good idea they, i love that there is actually a little change from the original games on the floor there are uh 20 tiles in the original uh, WarioWare game, they bumped it up to 30 for the DSiWare, or, yeah, the DSiWare oh. game. Okay. So I guess I, I was gonna it gives say, you a little more flexibility and to move around. So it's like, fun fact, if you're an ambassador for the 3DS, you know, you have this game. Yeah, I guess I technically um, did. Yeah, but like you said, a little different, and you have to unlock it and stuff. And did you find the secret thing that you get unlock and... In burden beans yet? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't think you, so. Have you unlocked anything in I, that game? I I unlocked the second mode. It, it's isn't it called Burden Beans Two? Yeah, which yeah, is yeah, this, okay. Yeah, which is Pyoro Two. Oh, Pyoro Two. Pyoro Two. Whatever. Gotcha. 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 Okay. <clears throat> yes, dude. I love this game. Like, I am a huge fan of this game. Also, this is on. So this is made by the WarioWare people, you know, as a mini game, and it's also featured on Game and Wario. Um, it's like one of the last modes you get, and it's a fully remade, gorgeous game. And the cool thing is, is on the TV it has these really beautiful, like, like hand drawn graphics, like really cool, not pixelated. And then on the gamepad, it looks like a Game and Watch game. Oh, that's awesome. It's so cool, yeah. And I have now that I think about it, I have to do that for a mini play now. I will totally do that. Um, but yeah, so the object of the game, if you don't mind me go ahead, going ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like beans are falling. Okay, it, there's a bird and beans. Yeah, and there you have it. <laughs> Moving yeah, on to okay, the next so, game. No. Yeah, yeah. The, there's a bird on the ground and. You're walking around and you're shooting at a 45 degree angle, basically, your tongue up to grab beans as they fall from the sky. So not directly up, just, you know, just 45 degrees. So the trick is, is you're trying to get them as high as they can, like as like right. Yeah, as close as to the top of the screen yeah, as, close, as possible. Exactly. There you go. So you're trying to and then, like, for instance, uh, you know, like at the very top, if you get at the very top, it's a thousand points. But like if you get it like kind of like four like like at eighty percent like on the top it'd be like three hundred points and it keeps going down. So the trick of the game is kind of standing at the side and shooting that tongue out kind of blindly almost and hoping mm-hmm. to grab those top ones. Um, and then if they hit the ground, then it knocks off that piece of the ground and you cannot walk that way anymore until you get a white bean that will replace one of the tiles and it and it's really smart the way it replaces the tiles too it um it's closest to you right yeah it's the one that opens up the biggest yeah i think it's area. the one that opens up the biggest area that way like it won't just like put a random one that's again it'll be one that's next to you that will help you the most yeah because um, there you can possibly for those who have not seen the game in action um you could get stuck in a corner where, you know, like, only one tile is missing from the board, but it has you pinned in a corner, so your area to move is really small, you know? Exactly. So it does, and eventually, you know, 
in the beginning, it's not really too difficult to grab all the beans. Um, you know, the, you know, maybe one might sna- snake down, and you'll have to uh, grab one of the the white beans to bring it back. But eventually, after you get going for a while, they start coming down fast and furious, which I think um, is sort of good and bad because, as you were saying, it's sort of easier or you know better to just so- sort of throw your tongue up there to try and get any beans you can towards the top of the screen for big points. And when they start coming down fast and furious, it that's really when you can start racking up points. But you need to be cognizant of the beans that are falling down around you too. Right. So, And then have you gotten those flashing beans? Yep, yep. And they, they clear out all of the beans in the air and give you 50 points per bean. And then it also replenishes all of the... Uh, spots missing oh, on the ground, it's so the that's best like feeling ever, especially when you're super hectic. Oh, that's like yeah, it gives you like that, half a second to breathe, and you're like, Whew. yeah. But even the yeah, exactly what you said. Like it's just like a half a second, and then like I remember ended up just going just for those flashing beans because there's so many uh, like coming down. It's just raining on. But oh yeah, you might as well because yes. you get a ton of points with those too. Because like yes. I said, I mean obviously. To grab a bean towards the top of the screen and get a thousand points is ideal, but if there are twenty beans on the screen, you snag up fifty points per. You know, it's like That's it, that yeah. works works great too. You know, and and yeah. you're and safe. replenishing <laughs> the tiles. Yeah, yes. Oh, dude, I love. And to me, this is the this is the epitome of DSiWare to me. I, I I think that it was the coolest idea. Little download games, and that was two bucks. I just. And I, it's such a bang for your buck because it's a perfect game. I mean, nowadays, right, we're living in the Switch era. But back in the DSi days, oh, wonderful. It, it really, Absolutely wonderful. It really is a game that you could just pick up and play. And, you know, you could put five minutes into it. You could put probably 15, 20 if you get hooked. Yeah. And then you could just put it yeah. away. It, and it's it's one of those yeah. games that it's just always going to be it's good to go. It's you know? funny and wacky. And, yep. I I am a huge fan of this game, so I'm so glad that you've played it. That's awesome. Now, I'm glad that he, I'm glad that it's encouraged people from the the championships. Now here's which is the weirdest thing in the world. I know when I saw it come up there, I was so surprised. I was like, that wow, like they're really digging deep into these random little games, which is awesome. Now, and have you heard of that before? Um, I had not. I I went oh. and looked it up because, like I said, remember, like you I crazy I, crazy man. I never played any of the. The, the DSi where or WiiWare games really um, right so this was all new to me but have you played uh, this second mode the the birds and beans too yeah oh yeah yeah so in this mode it's pretty similar concept of course you're still your little bird and you need to you know the beans are falling but instead this time uh, presumably you are full and you are spitting seeds out now. And yes. what you need to do is your rate of fire is way shorter. So you can't, you know, with the tongue, you could hit those beans up at the top of the screen. But in this mode, you really don't have a lot of, uh, you know, distance on your, your shots with the seeds. But if you hit a bean, it shoots that bean and then it shoots seeds back beyond that. So if you have two beans lined up on your 45-degree angle and one's towards the top of the screen and you hit that bottom bean, it'll actually hit the other one too. So it it, yes. it gives a little different wrinkle into it but changes completely uh, how you approach each, you know, 
don't want to say puzzle, how you approach each game because mm-hmm. it is a lot, a little more hectic. Now, I found it a little easier, actually, because with the tongue, like, you really need to sort of snipe and hit that in an exact spot. But the beans, when you, you're spitting the seeds out, you can just sort of spam towards the bottom, you know? And I actually found it to be easier. I got higher score in the second mode uh, opposed to the first one. Yeah, I... See, it's been a long time. In fact, I don't even know if I had this on my 3DS. I think I had it only on my DSi, so that's how long it's been um, since I played it. So, and I know that I played... I think it's it's the first one that I played the most of. But yeah. Now I, I can't remember. I can't remember. But I, uh, I just remember I really liked the game. And I, I still do. Yeah, no, so. it, it's a lot of fun. Um, like I said, $1.99, you can pick it up on your 3DS if you are interested at all. It, like I said, I mean, for me, I might go back eventually a little bit here and there. Probably won't put a ton of play into it, you know. But, you know, I'm glad I, I'm glad I picked it up and played it because it's definitely uh, addicting fun. And like I said, it was just a, yeah. a trip to see on the Nintendo World Classics. Well, I think this was a perfect mystery history. So thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I just wish you didn't get it, you Jimmy. Yeah, sorry. Yep. It gave it away, and plus, you know, I guess you didn't realize that I had seen that, so we hadn't really talked yeah, about I, it. Yeah, I, I thought you weren't watching, so I was like, oh, maybe he might have seen a little something in passing on Twitter, but, you know, I didn't, yeah. like, I don't think that was, I think that was more initial shock for a hot second and then just sort of faded away, you know? So I was right. like, this might be a game where you don't, know it but a lot of the listeners might know it so i thought that might have been cool but way to go sorry ruining my plans sorry <laughs> that's it i'm going fishing yeah all right but well, see you later i can take yeah, care of this show yeah. why don't you yeah see why you don't you tell the people what you've been playing while i leave <laughs> okay no <laughs> no please stay yeah don't go never let go okay well yes that was a good mystery history and now i'm gonna talk about one of the games I reviewed, and uh, we actually mentioned this uh, last week, but uh, that is Pon Kapu. Yes, this is a, uh, a pl- uh, platforming game uh, that just came out on the Switch uh, last week. It now, looks have gorgeous. you seen this game? Yeah, graphically, it looks really, yeah. really, really nice, like the backgrounds and stuff. Totally, totally. I um, I think that when Justin he told us about it a little last week, I think he would hit the nail on the head when he's like, it's kind of like Rayman Legends, like mm, that yep. style of a of a game. Now, it's kind of like Rayman, and it's not as like the characters bigger than Rayman is on the screen. But yeah, it's a uh, it's just gorgeous. I mean, and the colors are so vibrant, they're like brilliant, and uh, uh, yeah. Just a, a gorgeous game. I think some of the character designs are, um, they, they kind of have that flashy look, and then they have, um, it kind of seems like at, at some parts that, like, a different artist was working on different parts of it. Mm. Uh, yeah, which, it's not it's cohesive not, it's not, all the way through. It's not necessarily bad, but yeah, cohesive. There you go. That's a perfect way. Like, yeah, it's not really cohesive all the way. I mean, in certain aspects. Like, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like menu design and stuff like that. Well, just looking at the screens, it, it it feels very much like even just between the character design and the backgrounds, 
you know, like the backgrounds are so lush and and like hand drawn yeah. and you know looks really nice. And then like not to say the character doesn't look nice, but it just looks like you Different. can tell it's like oh the character's on top of that background. Right, 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 right. Which is good. I mean, that's I mean, which is good for some reasons. At least it stands know, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the hook of this game uh, is, I mean, it's it plays like a, it's almost like a a straightforward metroidvania like a linear metroidvania Mm. if that makes sense like you're kind of always getting upgrades see that sounds Um, nice to me oh yeah yeah it's it's awesome i i really i like the game Uh, it's a good game now uh so basically you're going through levels it's set in a fantasy world it's actually literally set in the world of dreams (laughs) yeah it's 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 there's this kind of weird narrative like with this boy that's having like a nightmare and then it's basically inside of his dream and you're trying to get rid of the nightmare things and it like has like these flashback stills of like what's going on in real life and it's it's weird like i mean it's kind of like incoherent like yeah like it doesn't make like it's (laughs) there's a lot of text you know, reading where it then it just gets kind of confusing, and it's just like I ended up just skipping the text because it's like I I'm so lost here, and there's so many different systems that of people that they're talking about, and it's like I just you know I don't really want to I don't care about the story, but yeah, you're there I'm for sure the people, gameplay. People could I mean it's actually a lot of it's voice acted um by a like a by a narrator, and it's really nice. I mean it's good production, you know, like it's 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 impressive. And, um, yeah, so you play through the game and, uh, you know, you're playing as this black Pankapu and thing, and he's like a warrior with like armor, like, and, uh, he, uh, let me think, he has like a sword, so he's like, he's, he's the standard red guy, um, you unlock different versions you unlock a green guy and a blue guy and and the green one is an archer Mm. so that changes so you have a huge range now and then he also lets you double jump which is like the best oh that's like yeah that's game changing yeah yes yes oh so so each um, color is associated with a different like class or rank sorry what so each color is sort of associated with its own sort of character class okay. is that what you meant yeah 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 and uh and these are you can all switch in real time uh okay that's so cool so you you're not switch with like the l and r buttons like in between the red or the green or the blue like there's not red or green and blue guys following you like your guy changes mm-hmm. to red and um so like for instance the red he's powerful he has a short range attack but it's really powerful and um and then like the green guy can jump and and then i guess this is kind of spoilery if people if you don't want to know what you can do but uh, the green guy can jump and do an uh the archer the arrows and um the the blue guy is is really cool he kind of has this when he jumps he can do kind of like the tanuki tail glide oh, okay that's cool um a little bit and then he can also set like a decoy um to attract other monsters oh and then you can um, sort of pick them off and then the monsters will go towards that decoy, and then you can attack them from behind, you know. Oh, that's and cool. And then, um, oh, it's a, and he has a slow time, like he can freeze, he can freeze enemies in time, stuff like that. It's cool. 
Um, I also need to mention that the the green guy can juke or like he can uh, what's the word? Da- he can dash. He can like he can like dash behind things. If that makes sense, yeah, like no, or like out of or, the or way forward. of an attack. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Like for instance, if there's a like a lot of times it'll put you like going down a tunnel, and maybe there's something chasing you. And, but then, like, you're going and you can't jump over the spiked object without getting hurt. So you'll have to dash through it. Okay. Um, and so, like, for instance, there's this certain kind of block that only the red guy can can kill. So you have to switch to the red guy, but there's something there's something chasing you. So you got to hit the block, and then you have to switch to the green guy to dash through the, the, the spikes, and then change back to the red guy to hit the block. And it's it's not like... Like it's it's a cool it's not like crazy convoluted it's really simple and uh, it works it's fun, um, but this is where we get to the bad things. Every time you die, and it's it gets pretty dang hard. Um, there's like a five second or like ten second loading, mm, and like yeah, it sort of takes out hard. of the game. It does, like, I'm so used to, like, Meat Boy, Slime Sun, you know, those kind of games where it's, like, even Mario, even, it's just, like... You get back into the action so You just so get right back quick, into it. Yeah. But it's, like, ugh. And the thing is, is the difficulty gets so hard that it's just, like, my goodness, you know? So it's it, it's it's really annoying. And I guess I had the the game uh, kind of, it froze on me once. But other than that, it ran fine. Um, like, you know, so it must have been doing that. Like, I'd rather kind of have that than, like, a choppy game. Uh, but, and then the other thing is, like, the level designs are are not that great. Like, uh, I don't know, it's hard to explain. It just doesn't seem very polished. Uh, you know, it's not not very, like, centered and... and like there's there's a lot of gray areas where and the and the enemy placement feels kind of cheap a lot uh, sometimes yeah, the, the, the cheap kills. Yeah, I mean I say that and this is in some areas and some areas is really good like it's really different but um, that's that'd be my only gripes I really have with the game is kind of those things. Um, uh, but otherwise, I mean it's a, it's a nice platformer that I think is is if you like platforming. Um, and especially if you like fantasy, like that aesthetic and, uh, and you know, changing up, like I said, it really reminds me of like a Metroidvania because of all the different upgrades. It's kind of like those, it's kind of like when you shift to different colors, you, it's kind of like changing your beam, you know, you know or I, I like, doing anything. I'm glad they let you switch on the fly like that. Like it, Yeah, it was, well, that's part of the puzzle. Yeah, no, because I could see, yeah. If like, it was something like, like you were like locked to do in like when you picked a level, yeah, that would be yeah. frustrating. But no, I like the There's idea really... that they sort of play off each other and that puzzles sort of require, you know, more oh. than use of more yeah. than just one. Yeah, there's some levels where there's there's these rocks that basically take away the power of that color that they are. So it's like if you're around this green rock, like if you pass through it, you can't use your green color. So it limits you and traversal and stuff like that. Really cool. Cool ideas. They have a lot of fun ideas. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed the game. Everyone should check it out. Like Casey was saying before before I said it, 
it's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it just shines on the on the TV and on the Switch. Um, just gorgeous. So, um, yeah, if you like Rayman, if you like uh, just a solid platformer, I'd say it's it's worth it. I think it's twelve bucks, and there's a lot of game there for twelve bucks. Bosses are really fun and different, and uh, yeah, check it out. Awesome. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. So, speaking of awesome fantasy settings. Yes. I've been playing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, huh? I've been playing as I alluded to last week, I would be playing, and that is Golf Story. Yes, Golf Story, the the game that everyone was talking about for three days. Yeah, until the the Megaton was released, but we'll get into that in just a minute as well. But, no, Golf Story, um, you know, it's funny because, like, uh, last week, as I had said, too, it's like I picked it up on launch day, and I think I played, like, a half hour. You know, I didn't get to play much. And it was one of those, like, man, I can't wait to really sort of sink my teeth into this game, especially since, you know, everyone was talking about, you know, that was sort of the buzz on Twitter. Like you said, everyone was raving about this game. And, you know, of course there were some people complaining, you know, some crashes and stuff as well. So it was... Yeah, I've, I've heard very mixed reviews on this game, but nothing where it's a bad game. It's just I've heard good to it's incredible. Yeah, you know, so. I, I feel like the people that said it was good were maybe living up too much to the hype you know like or or let not that they were living up to the hype the hype built it up to be something so incredible and that you know for some people it was just like oh that was a fine game but like it it definitely has blown up since it was first shown um obviously all of the comparisons to mario golf uh on the game boy advance game um you know but yeah. Getting into the game, you know, it gets into the story, and you're sort of, it's like you're this this golfer, you know, you used to play or whatever, and then something, oh, no, 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 okay. You you did used to play when you were a kid with your, like, grandpa. And then the game, it starts out, it's so funny. It's like, the grandpa's like, here's this letter. He's like, when you're older and, and life has beaten you down, open this letter, you know? And then it's like, years later, and you're like, in this, this, uh, oh, wait, no, my God. Hold on. I lied. That's Stardew Valley. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm getting my games mixed up here. Um, That's funny. You know, it's they both look pretty similar, so that, that was that was a complete brain fart well, on my Well, that's part. the thing, is everyone was saying it's, it's, it's the Camelot golf game mixed in with uh, Stardew Valley. That's like what. Oh, uh, Stardew Valley and like or Earthbound. I heard that. Yeah, it definitely. All right. So essentially, you're uh, you know you're a golfer and you're trying to get lessons from the pro at this club that you start out at. You know the golf club, and he like do- doesn't want anything to do with you. He's like, nah, like you're bad. Like get out of here. I don't want to deal with you. And he's got like a couple of students he's already you know teaching, and this one girl and I guess. She, quote unquote she's your rival you know like she she's always Gary. like yeah Gary Garolina and um <laughs> so essentially you know he's like no I've got I've got 
you know, people I'm teaching, don't get out of here. And she's just terrible. Like, every time she swings, it's going all over the place. And you're like, he, so your guy's like, what the heck, man? It's like, I'm better than these people. So he's like, I guess I'm going to have to prove it. And you go through these quests, and, you know, the quests are sort of, they're sort of samesy. Like, a lot of it is pretty much like, oh, why don't you hit this into this circle? And, you know, it's like, oh, you're in the rough. Why don't you get it onto the green? Okay, and then, like, you shift around. And then there's, you know, later on, there's like, oh, you're hidden into the circle that's surrounded by water. You know what I mean? Like, it's a little island. So it's like, okay, this is a little more difficult, you know, because obviously, like, I can't run it up into that. I got to do more of a shot where it lands into it and doesn't really roll too much. And, like I said, a lot of the quests ultimately sort of have pretty similar feeling to it, but just sort of little tweaks here and there. Um, but so far, okay. it hasn't bothered me. I think I'm about six, a little over six hours into the game, and, um, you know, I'm still enjoying those quests. You know, they're, like I said, they're nothing groundbreaking, but they're they're fun enough where I'm having fun doing the, the shots to get it into the rings. Um, continue, as you continue on, like, you will also, you'll play like nine holes like pretty much there's a bunch of golf courses and so far you start out at your first golf course and you talk to the people you do quests and yeah, it's it has the earthbound vibe of just being like weird sort of weird writing yeah. and strange and like the music awesome the music is cool and it but it's sort of like a little weird and offbeat on sometimes like it's like this is sort of strange but i like it and yeah, yeah. eventually, you know, you get to the point where it's like, oh, like, why don't you go over to this other golf course and sort of go there and sniff them out and see what they're all about. And like the owner of the golf club or the golf course you're at is sort of like he seems like a sleaze, like sleaze ball, you know, like this guy's sort of a he, he doesn't seem like he's a really a good guy, you know. But okay. he's like, yeah, and then you go over to the next golf course and then, you know, there's a whole new set of quests for you to do. And like ultimately your goal to go over there was to play nine holes so you could sort of scope out the course for like a, some sort of tournament or competition that would eventually happen um so you go over there and that's all right i'm gonna go play nine holes and then they're like oh well you can't play yet you know you gotta do you know you gotta do this first and then you talk to all the people and you do some quests and then eventually you could play the nine holes you jump back to your course and then some things happen then it's like oh let's go to a different one and so that seems to be sort of how the game's structured, where it's like you go to a new course, you, you do a bunch of quests, you ultimately get to the point of being able to play like a full nine holes, and then you go back to your, your golf course and rinse and repeat. And that might not sound so enthused, like I, I don't mean that as a bad thing, like I'm, I'm enjoying that loop so far. Um, I'm trying mm -hmm. to think how many courses I have played... One, two, three, four. I just finished the fourth area, and um, I believe there's at... I know there's at least... I believe... I should say... I don't want to say I know. I believe there's at least three more. There might be some more areas. I'm not 100%. Um, and I don't know. Maybe they'll throw some more where you have to revisit an area with new quests, but... Okay. So far, I'm enjoying it. It's Like I said, it's really quirky and weird. Um, I really love the use of... There's obviously there's no you know voice acting in this game, so it's all you know dialogue and reading text. But what's cool is how they work the dialogue box. Um, they do a good job of like making, like for instance, like oh when someone's like oh, like I don't know, like 
the the box it'll say what they said and then it'll sort of tilt over at like a 45 degree angle you know like eh. okay or like when like someone's yelling it'll get as big as the screen you know it'll whoosh, and then go back down and oh great yeah they, they do a lot of really Love clever it. things with the dialogue box to sort of tell you the imp- like how the person's feeling you know so i thought yeah, i thought okay. that was really cool Neat idea. Um, as, I might just have to steal yeah. that. <laughs> as far as the actual golf goes, um, it's good. It's fine. Um, it's not like super duper deep. Um, if you are on the fairway opposed to the rough, you don't really see too much of a difference in the shot. You know, it's not like it's that much of a penalty if you are on the rough opposed okay. to the. I mean, like I I notice hmm. in the bunkers, like that definitely plays more of a an effect on your shot. But for the most part, you know, it's not like it's it's trying to be some sort of super golf sim, you know. Huh. Um, okay. You can uh, aim. Obviously, you aim where you are. There's like a precision mode, which lets you because obviously each club has its max distance. And then you can sort of slide it down and it'll show you where you want to hit on the bar. Um, pretty standard golf in the sense, you know, you hit a it, the, it starts sliding to the left you want to hit it where your power is, then it comes back, and then you want to hit it where, you know, the se- like the center, so where the ball is. Um, yeah, the classic yeah, pretty standard. golf video game. Um, you can adjust where you hit the ball left and right and up and down, so you could play, like, a, a fade or, a, you know, if you need more lob or, you know, more of a line drive. So it, it's got those things. Um, like I said... I mean, like, you, you can change your club and stuff. Yeah, you can change. Yeah, your from your woods down to your irons. Um, you know your putt or whatever. Uh, you could purchase new clubs as you go along. Uh, as you level up, it um, pretty much you get five points for leveling up, and you can distribute it however you'd like. Uh, by adding oh, it cool. into more power, all of your other things go down. So it's sort of like a oh, I'll put a a point or two into power, and then uh, then I'll oh, I want my spin up. Oh, I want my accuracy up you know, you, the way you strike the ball up, and then it sort of adjusts that way. So I, I think that actually works really well how um, how the leveling up system goes. Like you said, if you want to focus on just having, like, a lot of spin on your ball, you could do that. You know, if you want to focus on having a big drive and being able to hit the ball really far, it's going to hinder the rest of your abilities, you know, so you're going to have to make sure to bump them up along with it. And I think that works really well. Cool, yeah, I mean... That's cool. I mean, so it's just a pretty simple golf game. I mean, just kind of no no frills. Yeah. Right. Yeah, pretty simple golf game with a with a quirky story and characters, and I mean, I'm really enjoying it so far. And in the story mode, there there really isn't a like you're not playing nine holes after nine holes after nine holes. You know, there are there's a lot of in between time from when you're actually playing a round of golf. You know. Okay. And I think that actually yeah. makes me want to play the nine holes even more, you know? So it makes it more satisfying when I finally right. do get to play nine holes. Sure, I get that. But, I mean, the game looks really nice. Uh, as a, a, To touch on any crashing and bugs, I have personally not experienced anything of that sort yet. Um, but I do want to acknowledge that a lot of people have online. Yeah, I know a lot of people have. So... You know, if you are weary of that, I, like I said, for me, I'm about six, six and a half hours in. I've not had any problems, but they're, yeah, I mean, they're how, out there. How far in the game do you think you are? Um, 
I think the game's probably at the the rate I'm going. I'd imagine maybe like a 15 hour game. I think. Cool. I think I've heard somewhere 15 to 20 hours. Uh, so I mean, it's it's pretty beefy, and you know, there's also just quick play where you can just play nine holes outside of the story mode if you'd like. But okay, that's cool. Now, does the story mode have any effect on that quick play mode? To be completely honest with you, uh, I don't know. I haven't, you haven't played tried it. it. I think. I think um, you need to unlock the courses to play them in quick mode. So, okay. like, you That's know, cool. I don't I think, love that like, idea. I don't think I could play the levels I haven't played in story mode out of it yet. I think you need to unlock them. Now, isn't there, and I, I, know, <clears throat> I know you probably haven't played it if there is, but isn't there a two-player mode? Um, no comment. I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not nope. honestly sure. Um. Oh okay. It's <laughs> like, uh, are you are you embargoed yeah. or something? <laughs> yeah, I'm embar- I'm embargoed on my purchase. Um, yeah, <laughs> of this two week old game. Um, it, I'm looking. Yeah, I mean, I I just pulled up Nintendo's page. It says two players simultaneous. So it cool. appears so. But yeah, no, I mean, so far I am really enjoying it, and. Uh, Awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk. I I've been playing another game in somewhat of a similar vein, so it, which I'll get into in a minute. But yeah, you already spoiled yeah. it because that's what you thought. Yeah. You were uh, about the what a Jimmy. What a Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I, a golf story is a game that I'm definitely gonna get. Uh, and I I heard that I think a patch is coming. Uh, like it's already been submitted to Nintendo, so. That's kind of nice. So probably when that is done, it's probably when I'll get it. Cause I, I I've been like reviewing games like crazy, and it's like I just want to relax and play a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I mean? nice to just. You play. know what I mean? Yeah. But speaking of games, I've been reviewing the next game that we are going to talk about, which just came out today or something. It came out. <laughs> yeah, it came out today, the day of recording. Uh, is Tiny Barbarian DX. Yes, do you know anything about this game, Case? Um, I know it. it's in an 8-bit vein, right? And it's yeah, got some yeah. cool physical bonuses. Yeah, I know. It's just a game I was thinking about getting physical. But then when I was put for the review, I'm like, well... There goes that idea. <laughs> yeah, I know what's just... I, I still kind of want it. It's a... Yeah, it's a cool physical game. Right. Now, this is published by Nicholas. So, the the history of this game is really weird. It was... Um, it was, like, made by one man on Game Maker, with Game Maker. And, Jeez. uh... Yeah, Game yeah. Maker, man. <laughs> I know, and, uh, a lot... Like, a while ago, like years ago, and it was kickstarted for like a fuller release. For and um, they had like basically up until now, they had he had only released two chapters of it. And now these are kind of like campaigns in themselves, or not chapters, they call them episodes. I mean, they're really kind of full length, like pretty hefty releases. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it doesn't and, feel like a, a bit. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's, yeah, and, um, and so there's, but until now, now they have four chapters on them, and, um, I think even some bonus stuff, too, 
uh, and it's uh, really an awesome game. Uh, it's it's based off off of Conan, like the Barbarian, kind of like those aesthetics, except it's tiny Barbarian. There's lots of humor. <laughs> except it's tiny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I mean, like it's. It's, uh, you know, you, you're kind of hacking and slashing your way through enemies, and the game is so freaking hard. Like, it is, like, every screen you have, you're trying to get through each screen, basically. And, I, I mean, it's it, it moves around. It's like on each level. It's kind of like the episode is made up of chapters, which are made up of levels, which are made up of screens. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> there's a lot going on. And, yeah. Uh, and they really use like all of the design choices and stuff like to the fullest and 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 you know really good level design uh sometimes it feels like the like the enemies are like super cheap and and sometimes like the it takes a while to get used to the controls i think uh and it's hard like it's really hard um now the controls are are great you can jump you can uh, you know, swing your sword, and then, like, there's also a bunch of combos, like, if you, like, hit, like, jump, 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 or, like, sword, 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 and then jump, jump, then he does this, like, like, spin attack in the air, um, and stuff like that, and then he, if you hit down, and, and Y, then, uh, like, while you're on the ground, like, he will do, a, a like, he'll flex his biceps, <laughs> and then it's, like, a counter for things. Oh, that's so you cool. You can, like, counter enemies with that. And then, um, that's if amazing, you, actually. <laughs> yeah, I know. And if you hit Y and down, and while you're in the air, he'll do like a an elbow drop. <laughs> the people's like, uh, elbow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's it's a strong attack. You can hit things with. Um, but uh, it really is just kind of like a basic standard platformer with really pretty visuals, like gorgeous, vibrant colors. Uh, uh, very reminiscent of, honestly, of Shovel Knight. The deeper I got into it, the the more I realized that I mean, it's it's on that kind of level of like where the where they were getting their design choices from. Now it doesn't feel like a Capcom game, um, like you know, like it's not like Mega Man or like I feel like Shovel Knight is just like Mega Man. It kind of has that total feel for it. But um, uh, I, I can't. I, I struggle to think of. I'm sure there's an exact game that is a perfect example but um it it feels good it's very cool I, I was worried like when i first got it i'm like okay so this is like a full i mean it's 30 bucks retail release now I don't, i'm not exactly sure how much it costs on the eShop if it's the same price yep is it is it yeah it's 29.99 okay um uh i was i was like man i wonder how much you know content there is here and like the options and stuff you can actually play it co-op too which is really cool um and uh anyway uh there's a lot of content it's it's a pretty long and tough game especially for that type of platformer uh and it's it's really like it's one of those games like when you get into it and you start you start really feeling the controls and becoming awesome and uh I don't know. I don't know. There's just not a lot to say about it because it's such a simple concept of a game. It's just like, you know, it's just like your standard platformer game, but it's just really well done. Hey, if they do it well, that's the most important thing, you know? 
Exactly. It has a lot of humor in it. Uh, it not a lot. I'm not like it's not like crazy wacky or anything, but I mean, like, uh, you know, like with little cutscenes and stuff like that. And uh, the bosses are so good. Bosses are amazing. There's a. Uh, there's this one boss, this bee, that's like this gigantic bee, because like the whole level, you're like riding bees and fighting <laughs> them and stuff, and uh, you get to the end and and it's just like this big corridor, and uh, you're trying to jump up these platforms to get the bee, and, and it's just so hard, and it's like at the beginning of it, you're like, man, like this is impossible, like this is literally impossible, but then you know by the end of it, you're just like. You know, like you're when you're pro. facing bosses, and have you ever done it, that thing where it's like you are just like about to throw your controller through the wall, and you take a break, you know, and then like you come back and you beat it on your first try. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's simultaneously such a good and frustrating feeling. Like, yes, why did I get held up so much last time when I did this? Right. But God, am I happy I was able to come in here and just take care of business. And you know what, though? It's stuff like that that makes memories and makes, like, memorable experiences because that, like, that to me is so important in games to have situations like that. And I feel like people don't know that and don't realize actually how important that is Um, to have, I mean, just the dynamic gameplay of having really tough, tough sections mixed in with easy sections. Um don't tell that to Kirby fans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's one of the problems I have with Kirby. Like, yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, I just feel like it's really important to have those frustrating parts. And, man, there I remember this one screen that I was playing, and it was just so hard. Like, I could not, like, all these, and it's like, it felt like all the enemies were placed just so they could hit you and make it so hard. it's like you know when you're when you're when you're on a level and you're just trying to make it through and you and then you go you take it carefully and you're doing it really well and then they kill you at the end and you're just so mad that you try to steamroll through the level oh god and, it and then you just so die hard. again and then die even worse and, and then you just get madder and madder yeah yeah and then you're not thinking at all and you're like <gasps> and mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like man if i had just taken one second and just Took my time to do this level. It would have taken me one more try, and instead, yeah, it ends up taking you like fifteen. <laughs> it's, Trust it's me, I, like I, that, uh... I know that all too well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I shouldn't say. It. Never mind. I don't think you've posted that challenge yet. Are you let? La- well, it wouldn't be the first, and it certainly won't be the last. <laughs> challenge but, uh, would be terrible. Yeah, I. Uh, I thought of you during the championships. During that. Man, Casey would have sucked so bad up there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Tiny Barbarian. I think it's really cool. I, I think it's, uh, you know, it's 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 a pretty steep price. You know, $30 is, is quite, I mean, this is definitely more of a, of uh, for retail, I, I think like heck yeah. I really do. Like I really put a value on retail stuff. Um, digitally, I think it's definitely more at the $20 price range, but definitely like wouldn't feel ripped off at 30. I, I, I you know, I just have no, a I know value. What you mean. It just, it's a little, it, the content's there, but to, 
get your foot in the door at thirty dollars, that's going to scare a lot of people away. Oh yeah, I mean, especially it, totally. Like not to not that the game looks bad or anything, but you do look at it and it's very, you know, simplistic yeah. looking game with a tiny little barbarian and uh, yeah. with a big yeah. old price tag. Yep, yep. And so, I mean, I'm I am one to put a good value on games, you know. And I think if you like Shovel Knight, um, I think this game is definitely way harder than Shovel Knight. Um, it's a hard game, but I, at, at the same time. It, it doesn't you don't have lives and it's you know if you die you just start at the same screen and it takes off like 25 points and it's just i mean it's very minuscule like you know yeah it's like no one cares about the points i anyway. would love to see a run of this game without any deaths like that would be the craziest thing get on me. it what are you waiting for <laughs> no but uh <laughs> Yeah, so that's Tiny Barbarian DX. Check out my review at NintendoWorldReport.com. And I know what you're thinking. Are you really going to keep talking about another game? Yes. Yes, we are. And that game is the same game that everyone's talking about. And that is Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Come on down to the valley. I've heard so many people talk about this game. It's just a kind of a a uh, a hit. Yeah, well, for starters, as I was uh, saying before with my golf story story <laughs> that I got completely wrong like some sort of idiot. Now this game starts off <laughs> and that uh, your grandpa had given you this letter and he's like when life has you worn down open this and you'll know what to do and it like zooms in and it's it's your main it's your character and you're in like a cubicle in this office building and it's just like you hate your life you can tell the guy he is just not happy and he finally mm -hmm. cracks open that letter from grandpa and it's like I knew this time would come grandson you know like here you go yeah. go to Stardew Valley and take over my farm and live a simple life and get out of here you know yeah. and that's just what you do um you go in and you are now taking over this farm and it is a Harvest Moon style games for those who don't know. Um, you go in there and pretty much, you know, you start in spring and, you know, they give you some light quests. It's like, hey, why don't you go introduce yourself to everyone in the town and then, you know, hey, why don't you plant, a, you know, a seed and they sort of give you some, you know, intro stuff to sort of ease your way into it. But it's essentially a, a farm sim, but but more as well um there is like combat and i believe there's romancing and all that jazz too um but i guess that's always been in harvest moon to get married um essentially though you know you start out and you've got this big plot of land and it is just covered in trees and rocks and there's like oh no so you're like all right i need to clear this out and you know you've got like an axe and a pickaxe and um and all that jazz so you could start doing that but You'll actually find that it's going to take you a couple days. Like, I haven't even fully cleared out my farm yet, and I'm coming up to summer now. And, uh -oh. um, well, but essentially, though, like, it's one of those things where you clear out your spot that you're working with, and, 
you have room to expand, you know. Um, you know, gotcha. so you so you start off essentially. I started off by planting some, you know, some farm business, you know, some seeds, <clears throat> and then you know, of course, you water them, and and each seed has like a certain amount of time it requires. Oh, this is four days, six days, twelve days, and obviously, the, you know, the ones that are going to take twelve days are going to yield you bigger profit. Okay, but. You know, so essentially, you know, it goes through a day, a day night cycle. So you wake up at six in the morning, you go out there, you you water your plants, and then you you know you've got other things you could do. Um, I started off there's like this mine, and um, you could just start exploring it, and you can keep going further and further down, and you meet a guy who like is in charge of like the adventurers club or whatever they call it, and he you know. And he's like, yeah, you're not allowed in. But then all of a sudden you get down to, like, the 10th floor of the, the the cave. And he's actually like, oh, well, you know what? You've impressed me so far. Why don't you kill a bunch of slimes and then maybe I'll let you in. And then you do that and then you can go in and he sells things and, like, more quests open up. And, you know, I was doing that for a little bit in the beginning. And I was like, man, I, I need money because, like, they start, again, they pretty much sort of drag you, not drag you along, but just give you hints like, Oh hey, like here's a quest. Uh, why don't you get, uh, you know, build a coop, you know, and then you can have chickens well, yeah. and stuff. So, I, I got to the point. I was like, man, I, I need to start making money because you know I was making a little bit off the, um, the the plants, you know, selling the crops and stuff. But you know, when it takes four to six plus days, depending on what kind of uh, vegetable you're growing, you know, not a ton of money was coming in. So I started to fish, and man, fishing, dude. Very important. I would recommend anyone. Fishing is good early on. You should have learned that from Animal Crossing. Yeah, and I tell you what, the fishing in this game is great. So, as you said, Animal Crossing, you know, you throw it out by a fish, and, you know, they have, they. you just wait till they bite your line, you press A, and you catch it. Uh, this, okay. you don't see the fish. Um, there, there are, uh, like instances where like the water would be bubbling up and that sort of is a hint like hey there is a fish here if you cast but you could just sort of cast it out there and you sort of wait and eventually they'll hit on and it'll make a little ping sound and then you you know press a whatever to reel it back in I actually think it's why um and then you get into a little mini game and I was actually reading um th- I didn't know this game was made by one dude really yeah, which is insane. Um, I guess he worked on it for like four or five years. But he said he was playing wow. a lot of Donkey Kong Country uh, Returns, and he took inspiration from, you know, the levels where you're on the rocket and you sort of have to tap A, sort of like a Flappy Bird kind of mechanic, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's sort of how the fishing works. It's, um, you know, like a just a, a line north and south, and there's a fish, and he moves up and down that that area and you need to tap a to keep your little um it's it's just like a little section of the bar over him and then for a certain amount of time to catch him so it's sort of you know active for uh to fish so you can't sort of just do it mindlessly but no i I, yeah see that's something that i you know i love the fishing and animal crossing because it's so simple and it's relaxing in a way you know and like i you know it's just there's something about how it being so simple but also, like, I say relaxing because it is, like, if you need it just, you know, just to go around and find fish. But then also, like, when you find the big fish and you're like, I just come on, like, I just need to hook this big boy, you know. And it's like, and then he gets away and it's like the worst feeling in the world. But um, 
I would love to see, you know, something possibly change for fishing in the future, Animal Crossing. This could be a good solution. I, I Like I said, it, it sort of makes it um, impossible to just sort of mindlessly do it because, sure, you can mindlessly get up to that point and then you need to pay attention. But, you know, I think it's just the right amount of... Um, interaction you need you know because it's not so strenuous that you couldn't do anything like oh i need to drop everything i'm doing to just concentrate on catching this fish you know so i I like the balance between how active you need to be but still being a somewhat passive experience okay but no uh, this game it's it's funny when i first started playing it was very just like like okay this is like this is okay like i i get it like i get it all right then all of a sudden like it started getting to a roll of things where I'm like, all right, oh, like, all right, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to fish tomorrow, and then I'll do that mining quest later. And then I'd like, the next morning I'd fish for a little bit, and then I'm like, oh, let me do these things. I'm like, oh, I didn't get to go to do that mine. All right, I'll, I'll do one more day, and then I'll get this mining thing done, and then I'll, you know, and then I'll probably wrap it up. Then all of a sudden you go do the mining thing, but then you're like, oh, but I'm also so close to this, and... You know, yeah, okay, I'll go one more day. And it, it just very much has that feeling of, uh, okay, let me go one more day. And, and the days aren't gotcha. so quick that they're over like that. But they're not also long enough where it would, like, deter you to be like, ah, I can't, I don't have the time. Right. So I found myself, uh, for instance, yesterday, uh, the football game was on, and I just played Stardew Valley the entire time. And I was like, man, I just played like three hours and didn't even feel like anything. Um, but it, it, it it's weird because, and I feel like I'm just only scratching the surface. Um, like I said, my I just started to construction on my coop, which is going to take a couple days. <laughs> but uh <laughs> got to get my chickens in there. Yep. But, you know, they're just, I haven't even really scratched the surface on really, cons- like, concentrating on befriending and, you know, finding a, a, a wife or whatever in this game. And it's actually funny, there's, like, little festivals. And the one was, uh, I think it's called the Flower Festival. And it's pretty much, like, all the people go, and then they go, the, you dance, you know, you ask someone to dance with you. And, like I said, I hadn't really, up to that point, <laughs> talked to many people, you know. Like, I would talked to them, but I hadn't, you need to give them gifts and stuff and sort of, like, to boost up, you know, your relationship. So I was like, oh, okay, well, like, this one girl, Penny, she seems pretty cool. Like, I'll ask her if she wants to dance. And she's like, uh, That's my mom's name. Yeah. <laughs> Old Penny Berkham. Um, and she's like, no. I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, well, let me ask someone else. <laughs> and, like, everyone's like, nah. it, th- Then I got a couple like, ew, no. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. And then this was hitting too close to home, so you turned yeah. it off. And then I was like, all right, I'll ask a couple of the guys. And they're like, get out of here, bro. And I'm like, oh, man, nobody wants to dance with Casey. <laughs> and then I threw my switch across the room. Um, no, and then, then I, you, you talk to the mayor, and you're like, let's start this thing, and you're just over on the side while everyone else is dancing. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's strange. Um, you know, it's got a lot of crafting. Um, obviously, the farm sim, the dating sim. It's got combat stuff. Um you know, befriending people. It's got it all. Yeah, it really does have a lot, and the graphics are beautiful. Um, the music is really, really nice and peaceful. I really like that. And honestly, like, 
I, I get how people get completely lost in this game. Um, do I... I don't know if I'm going to... I don't think I'll be the type of person that logs in 100-plus hours in Stardew Valley, but I, I definitely am going to give it a full season through, you know, or a full cycle of a year through, um, for uh-huh. sure. And who knows, maybe it'll catch me more. Like I said, it really is satisfying to start to see your farm come together. You know, like, I, I put in the well so you could fill up the water for the, the fishing, I mean, excuse me, for watering the plants easily. You start to see, like, oh, now I got the coop, I'm build a fence this way. You know, there's a barn, there's all sorts that you can upgrade your house and you can buy furniture and decorate it and all sorts of jazz. So, it's definitely um, a game jam-packed full of content. And I guess it's really just a matter if you like that sort of classic Harvest Moon style of gameplay. And if it okay. is, I think uh, this is an easy recommendation. And the best part is, it's only $15. Yeah, heck yeah. Like, I, I, like that's that's quite the bang for your buck. Yeah, I mean, I just... Some reason I was anticipating... I don't know if I was originally thinking it'd be a $30 game. But just with all the hype and how well-revered it is, I figured it would be a little more expensive. But I was, uh, I was pretty happy to see it was only 15 and... You know that w- that made it to me an absolutely no brainer to purchase. Oh, for sure, awesome. Yeah, I, it's just like I kinda, it's funny because I'm kind of thinking this or Golf Story. You know, um, like seem- what am I gonna play first? Yeah, it seems to be a lot of people's predicament that I've been seeing online. Yeah, and I still don't know. Probably that. Probably Stardew. I don't know. Well, like I said, it really. I feel like if you want more of like a point A to point B experience than golf story you know but if you want to yeah. just have sort of free reign in this world and like hey you build up your town go meet people do this that you know sort of whatever you want mixed bag then stardew is definitely a, a fun game cool all right well i'm sure we'll hear more of that in the future either by you or me but um yeah we have one more thing can you believe it one more thing and this is uh, a listener call-in, like I... Or not call-in. Well, I, I, technically... It, it works. Yeah, well, na- name pending. His tentative name is name. Project Octode Call-In Path. Yeah, see, I was saying as in like a listener call-in, like he's calling in. But his name is Colin. Like that was a complete... <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I, I was like, is he trying it? to be witty? <laughs> No, no, I wasn't. No, but no. yeah, an yeah, accidental co- pun. Yeah, yeah. Colin Nerida, uh, he he wrote in about uh, Thimbleweed Park. And so he has some stuff to share, and uh, we're going to read his email, and uh, yeah, we'll talk about it. So go ahead if you want to. It's a pretty beefy email, so we're going to get try and get through it quick. Yeah, so first of all, he says, What's up, boys? Your jingle compelled me to write this up. I'm glad the jingle worked. It it works in mysterious ways. But, Colin says, I'm a handful of hours into Thimbleweed Park, which released on September 21st on the Switch eShop. This was a kickstarted game developed by talent behind the secret... um, Excuse me, developed by the talents behind the secret of Monkey Island and Manic Mansion. I really wanted... Maniac Mansion. Oh, my God, excuse me. Maniac Mansion. I really wanted to scratch an age-old itch for a witty point-and-click adventure style game. So far, I can happily report that Thimbleweed Park 
does exactly that. There are no deaths or technical obstacles to progressing through this bizarre murder mystery. One thing I'm loving is when important details are released, they get added to my detective notebook. It makes for a handy task list. Primarily, my favorite aspect is, uh, excuse me, probably my favorite aspect is when there's a lengthy narrative that unfolds. It isn't provided as a wall of text or boring dialogue. It actually opens up a dream sequence where I embody the character of the story being shared. It lets me, t um, it let me, it lets me teach me details through gameplay, which seems to be a perpetual challenge for developers. Interesting. And now Perry's gonna take the, the the back end of this email. Yeah, uh, he says goes on to say Thimbleweed Park is the town of the murder. The locals are extremely entertaining as the game lets you go down dialogue paths that are quite rewarding. At times, the game's developers take a stab at their old employers, as well as the video game development industry as a whole, which is always fun. Uh, the puzzles uh, in hard mode haven't slowed me down yet, but I've got a knack for this type of game. Oh, good. Humble brag. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple things you should know about before purchasing is that the game has been released on all platforms, including mobile, where it costs half as much. Uh, the touchscreen controls are the best way to play, but you do have a cursor controllable by the joysticks and a quick action option B button. Quick action option. The B, B button. button. Which, <laughs> which automatically selects the most logical action on any given object. An example being open for a door. This saves a bunch of time as you won't have to go to your actions menu every time. There <clears throat> are some lines that could have been recited better by the voice actors at times. And in an instance or two, I've noticed some more, uh, some minor grammatical issues with the dialogue. I'm not sure if this was intentional to add to the charm and authenticity of this game. At the end of the day, I'm happy with a $20 purchase and look forward to uncovering the mystery behind the murder and the broken town itself. Regards, CN, the boss hog, hog boss. <laughs> <laughs> CN quote the boss hog unquote hog boss now I wonder there was a Jets player he's no longer a Jets player he actually plays for the Seattle Seahawks now Sheldon Richardson his nickname was the boss hog and I wonder is Colin maybe that's a, Colin is he a secret Jets or Mizzou fan that's where he went Ooh. to college We'll have to see. We'll have to well, see. Well, well, well. So you're one of those people that knows every single person who's played for a team and what college they went to? Uh, Not all of them, but he, he was a first-round, highly-touted draft pick, kidding. you know, and he was pretty good, so. Plus, he's the boss hog, bruh. He's the boss hog. I thought the boss hog was Ganondorf. It could be. Huh? Maybe Sheldon huh. is Ganondorf. Okay. All right, anyway, thank you. And I, Sheldon, I don't know where you're getting Sheldon Sheldon from. Richardson. He's the Jets oh, player I oh. was talking about. <laughs> right. Sheldon Richardson. And Col I thought you were saying Colin. No, 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 no. Yeah. Ganondorf. And if Ganondorf is writing in to this show. I'm honored. <laughs> Straight up. I'm honored. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Colin, for, for writing in. That's yes, awesome. Thank you, and thank it's you. good to hear about Thimbleweed Park. I know that. A uh, friend of the show, good old Dan, has been playing it too, and he loves it. And pretty much every single person I've heard that's played it loves it. So 
Um, yeah. Worth if you're a fan of adventure games, giddy up. So, anyway, let's take a quick break here since we've been rambling on. Rambling. And we are going to come back to the eShop Roundup. Yeehaw! And it is time for the old... The eShop Roundup. Yeehaw. And what do we have up first? We don't have any Wii U, that's for sure. And nope, that's Wii sad U. news, huh? We, we use the sleep this week. But that's okay, because we're going to start with the 3DS download, baby. Ooh-wee. Kicking us off, we've got Symphony of Eternity. The most generic... RPG game of all time, or at least name, I should say. Seven ninety nine. Mo- no, you had it right. The most generic RPG of all time. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at. That's the exactly what it looks like. <laughs> Symphony of Eternity. I just, it's just amazing. I don't know. It just rolls off like, the tongue. Did they just? It feels like they just plugged in, like, make me a fantasy RPG game. See, I was thinking they might have like a dartboard. And then, like, in each quadrant has, like, different little bits. So, yes. like, they, they had two dark boards, and they were like, Oops, Symphony, what do we got this time? Yeah. Eternity, perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're right, exactly. <laughs> but uh, if you are, if, if you're a 3DS player and you like RPGs and you're in the mood for an $8 RPG, boom, right there. Now, next up, we have uh, two pretty sure retail releases uh yep well i know one of them for sure uh mario and luigi superstar saga plus bowser's minions yeah yeah okay casey that's enough yes this is one that casey reviewed yeah uh uh I'm really tempted to get this game. I, I really want to play it, and Casey's review made me want to get it even more. It's a fun game. And, uh, yeah, Especially, yeah. I'm assuming you've played the original. It's probably mm-hmm. just been a, a hot minute. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, for anyone that has not played the original, man, I cannot recommend this game enough. I don't, I don't care if you haven't played your 3DS in months. It'd be worth dusting off. Now, if you'd played the original, I still enjoyed going back to play it, you know, but... I wouldn't give it as much as of a ringing endorsement, you know. But if you hadn't played gotcha. it, man, this is definitely a top-notch game. Well, I, I have played the original. No, 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 I know. Yeah. I meant more yeah, so okay. for other people out there. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, cool. And what's the last game we got here on the 3DS? Layton's uh, Mystery Journal, Catrella, <laughs> Catrella and the Millionaire's no. Conspiracy. No, you got it all wrong. Layton's Mystery Journey... Oh, when I say journal? Yeah. Eh, potato, potato. Lady Mystery Journal. I can't read today. <laughs> Ka- yeah, sorry. Okay. Layton's Mystery Journey, Catriel and the Millionaire's Conspiracy. Well, why do you give me the hard one? For thirty nine ninety nine. I didn't think it was hard. I know, I'm kidding. I don't know what I'm, is going on tonight. I can't you, read. You get, it's hot in you, here. You get the last, the last game on the list. Uh, oh, anyway, God. yeah. So this is another <laughs> this is another Layton game. It's like seemingly like out of nowhere. Like I haven't really heard a lot of hype for this game, 
at all. I feel like I heard about it um, early on, and then I feel like it was like a big, is it going to come out? You know, is it going to be localized? Yes or no? And right. then, then it was right. released for the phone. And then, yeah, then it was like, oh, yeah, it's coming for the 3DS too. Yeah, interesting. So I'm sure I'm sure there's a lot of people that are really excited for that. I still have to play through one I've game, still so. never played a latent game. Yeah. I played through, like, the first one for 3DS, like, probably, like, five hours, and it was okay, but I didn't beat it. Yeah. Anyway, that'll be it for the 3DS, and it's time to move on to the Switch. The old Switch Arena. Yep. And. Now, first first up, we have Ninja Shawdown. See, I want to say Shawdown because it doesn't have the W. Shawdown. But yeah, showdown for fourteen ninety five. Yes, now, sir. This it's a is weird an price. arena based. Yeah, <laughs> it's an arena based combat game, um, and it's kind of just like a, I mean, you could play it multiplayer. I think you can even play it co op against like waves of enemies, and then you can play like fighting against each other. But I've seen the game. I've seen some of the coverage that Justin Nation has did, and it's just kind of just kind of not very good looking and not very interesting so quote unquote meh yep now what's up what what do we have up next next on deck we have a little game i talked about last week and that is tumblestone for the switch making its way on over now i i'm seeing the price here is 11.99 crossed off and then it's 11.99 again um yeah, I thought it was retail at fifteen ninety nine or fourteen ninety nine. I thought that's what the guy told you, but yeah. I, it's on my eShop right now, and it says eleven ninety nine. Maybe there's a like a launch sale of some sort. Oh, maybe, maybe. I bet there is. Maybe I should but, pick it up then. But yeah, no, that's uh, eleven ninety nine. Fun little puzzle game. Uh, a lot of fun in a co op environment, or a or not necessarily co op in just a couch multiplayer environment. I should say. Gotcha. Yes, yes, local. Um, and next up we have Earth Atlantis, uh, which this game was called like Original Journey. I think we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, when Justin was um, on. Yeah, uh, this is for fourteen ninety nine, and uh, this is a really cool shoot 'em up, and it has that like monochromatic. I mean, it's just kind of like hand brown drawn and, uh, visuals, like pencil drawn, almost. Uh, and it, apparently, it takes place like. Like where there is a massive flood that covered up like ninety percent of the world, and so you there's beasts everywhere, like water beasts, and so you're in a submarine. Aye, aye, aye. Water Sounds beasts cool. are never a good. Looks thing. cool. I've heard that it's really hard, and I've heard that it's almost like I've heard some people say it's almost unplayable, and and that there's a uh, there's a patch coming in apparently, but I don't really know what that's about or anything. But just heads up, might want to wait for the patch. So. Yes, sir. Anywho, next one up. Volgar the Viking, nine ninety nine, yes. and this is uh, like an uh, an arcade style game for it, the old yeah, Switcherino. Like it, it it reminds me of an old Neo Geo game, like kind of like like one of the very first ones, you know. I mean, like it looks really got... nice. I like the how it looks. Yeah, and you should watch it. It's cool. Like when you when when it's being played, it's very stiff and like. Um, you know, it just looks like arcadey. It's hard to explain, but uh, 
It looks cool. I'm interested in it. $9.99 is a good price, too. So. But, speaking of Neo Geo I got, games... I got scared for a half a second. I know, I know. It's like, hamster! Where's my hamster toss? Where are you at? But... Oh, here it we is. Got, we got it. It's Metal Slug X. Or, it's not 10. <laughs> is it just like the it's Mega not... Man version? Like, Mega Man X yeah. version? That would be awesome. Uh, but it's, of course, $7.99. Now, this is, to quote them... A rearranged version of Metal Slug 2. Now, Remix. when I hear that, I think that wouldn't that be funny if they just literally took like level four and put it as level one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally just the, and the then, order and is then different. Just resold it, or they, they mirrored it, so you just run yeah. from the right to the left instead. Yes, like groundbreaking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give us all your but, uh, quarters. I've heard this is the best version of this uh, game. So, uh, yeah, I it's interesting. Uh, it's interesting to me, but uh, well, I guess we'll see. Uh, I haven't heard anyone talk about Neo Geo games for a while because all these other games. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because there's a billion other games. So, speaking Including of which, this <laughs> next game that looks amazing that I'm waiting for my physical copy to be announced of when it's being released that I have pre-ordered. You sound salty. Whew, I'm not salty. I just I want to play the game, I guess. <laughs> that game and... is Axiom Verge. Um, Boom. We've I, I think everyone's probably heard of this one by now. Um, I actually played it on the PS4. Believe it or not, it was one, Jimmy. one of the very, very, very few games, probably the only quote-unquote indie game I've ever played not on a Nintendo console. Interesting. Now, this is 1999. Yep. Which is pretty, I mean, that's a, that's up there. In pro, I mean, you know what I mean? Even you got Stardew Valley at 1499. Uh, I say it's story. worth it, though. It, it's a very good game. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um... I, I mean, I'm buying it for like 30 bucks because... Gotta get that physical. The, the physical. Heck yeah, I've been waiting to play this game. I want to play it so bad, and I can't wait to have the physical version. Sitting there right on my shelf. One day right in the Cape year Store. of 2019, you might have that. Yeah, I know. I don't know why. I, I was like, it's coming out? Well, then is my physical version coming out? I should reach out and see what's going on with that. But Anyway, speaking of Stardew Valley, the next game we have is Stardew Valley. For fourteen ninety nine, we just Whee! got done talking about it. So uh, go back like twenty minutes. <laughs> You'll probably hear it. Next up, we've got a, a game I've heard plenty about, Oxenfree, and yeah. that is nineteen ninety nine. This is a supernatural thriller about a group of friends who open up a ghastly rift. And, Ghostly. Um, oh God, <laughs> he can't read. Dang it. Um, <laughs> yes, it's an adventure game. So. You know, again, yeah, not, not exactly my cup of tea when it comes yeah. to style of game, but... It's it, side-scrolling. It looks really nice. Oh, yeah. It's very uh, uh, hazy. Very uh, mysterious. Which is good for an adventure game, I suppose. Yeah, and I, I guess... And I, I love a good ghostly rift. I was going to say, some might even say it's ghastly. <laughs> <laughs> But only when they're misreading yeah, something. But only when they're e yeah, when they can't spell or read. Um, <laughs> I'm taking this yeah. next game. 
It is Tiny Barbarian no, 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 DX no, 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 no. $29.99. Perry talked about this just a minute ago. And uh, I'll let you finish up this last one. <laughs> <laughs> I already delegated you the last one. I, I, okay, I can give it a whirl, up. but it would be ugly probably. Please, please do. Tauho Kobudo 5? That's just as good. Tauho Kobudo 5 Burst Battle for $29.99. Um, yes. Now, this is one of those games where you look at it and I'm. I'm reading the description and I'm looking at the screenshots and I still don't know what it is. It's a 1v1 shoot 'em up. That's what they say. And it's like split screen, like a vertical split screen. And it's like one on one and you're shooting each other. Yeah, it says take control of one of nine uh, characters and eliminate your opponent. Use it bullet hell patterns, melee attacks, or spell cards. Which, that, like you said, it's so weird, weird because bullet hell, you just think of like, oh, you're just side-scrolling and there's just bullets everywhere. A, a bullet hell pattern? So you're just I opening know. fire? Is that is that what they're trying to allude to? I don't know, but it's just like crazy, like, anime-looking game, so. Uh, and it's 30 bucks. So. Interesting, interesting. And, and it's the fifth one. So I just took a sip right. of water when he said that. <laughs> almost, I almost lost it, Bobby. Unless, unless I wouldn't be surprised if it's just called Taohao Kabuto V, as in just V, like not not five. Yeah, yeah. But just the Japanese weird naming conventions. They just with like they, no spaces in between. They want to give the illusion that it's a successful long run, running franchise, so they yeah. just like five. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised that there's not that there that there is a space in between the colon and the and the B. Yeah, this is this is some bull honky. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's it for the eShop roundup. Woohoo! Oh boy, you know what time it is? I think I do. It's time to stop and and. Rejuvenate yourself at the YouTube Saloon. Yes, and what do we have on the docket this week on our YouTube channel, which is Talk Nintendo Podcast? Nope, just Talk Nintendo. Um, just Talk Nintendo. <laughs> uh, we have up a mini play with the one and only Perry Burkham in the old Salmon Me? Run. All right, Salmon Run, baby. Yeah, I... Uh, I recorded some salmon running. It was fun. Indeedy it was. Almost as fun as our Mario 1 World 1 race for our challenge this week. <laughs> yes. This one was absolutely am amazing. <laughs> yeah, it, it might be our shortest challenge yet, but it was still oh, a lot of fun. don't say that. Well, I mean, just because... Well, I guess they're going to they're gonna find well, out. Well, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, it wasn't... Uh, short virtue you know due to either one of us it, it's just right world one is limited yeah so no but no i i think i had a i know i had fun i think you had fun and i think uh i think it's fun to watch so i think you should definitely check that out check it out right now boom and you can you can tap in the description on this episode in the podcast app It'll take you right there isn't that so cool Ooh so quit listening to this podcast and go watch 
that podcast. No. Yeah. No. Well, no. No. <laughs> wait. You stay no, here. Now, bang it. Yeah. Open it on a different device <laughs> and watch it at the same time. But uh, all right. Thank you, Mr. Saloon. <laughs> now let's. Uh, Is it uh, let's Mr. Get... Saloon's hanging out with Uncle Amiibo? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so funny. Um, now it's time for news talk with Casey Gibson. The news. That's right, and I'm hesitant to say it's a hearty news section, but we will see. Time will tell. We're gonna kick it off. With the Nintendo World Championships, which happened this past weekend. Um, for starters, I know I said I would be going. Uh, it actually turned out with some car business that uh, I actually was unable to attend, uh, which is unfortunate. But the good news is I didn't miss any mind-blowing announcements or anything, um, as there were none. It was just pretty much a, a standard... Yeah. You know, they, they played the gamut of uh, games that, you know, Splatoon... Arms, you know. Obviously, we were all expecting Odyssey to be shown off, and that was. But they also threw in a bunch of older games that we saw, which like you know, Bird and Beans, and you know, uh, I'm blanking on the name. I uh, Balloon Trip was on there again. Tetris, you know. So it was cool to see just a nice mix of new and old. But yeah, no. I loved it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, I mean, like for what I could see. Um, heck yeah, I think. It was so cool. I love how they just, like, Bird and Beans, I thought that was the coolest thing. Like, seriously. You know, uh, like, just so random and cool, but, yeah. No, yeah, it was great. Now, uh, were you a little upset there were no announcements, or just surprised, or? (sighs) Dude, there's so many games. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I I wasn't surprised, really. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I feel like it's a good precedent to set. To, to set now is now coming in in the next years we don't have to expect announcements um and then hopefully and they should do this every year and i think they will um i hope they do yeah well what but, they um, did in 2015 took 2016 off and then did 2017 so yeah we'll see how that goes moving forward i i i was a little surprised just because i could have sworn um you know there was a rocket league like event going on in uh in the Nintendo New York store so I was like oh like Rocket League's definitely got to be one of the games played and then like they're likely to give a release date you know cuz like that's not right. groundbreaking announcement news but it's still you know like oh nice we finally got a date but nope right nope now uh John Numbers who was the champion from the 2015 he made it all the way to the finals but he could not overcome the Mario Odyssey boss, and ended up losing to the winner, Thomas Gonda. So can, oh. big congratulations to him. Uh, did you watch the Odyssey? Uh, I did not. See, I did just because I was curious to see who won. Really, really cool boss fight. Um, I'm not going to spoil it because I know a lot of people, you know, yeah. were so close. But And I don't want to no, I'm not gonna. <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to say anything. But if you, you know, don't care about spoilers and... I would recommend checking it out. It's pretty cool. Cool. Now, moving along, we've got some more Nintendo Selects on the way. Three more 3DS titles are coming October 13th, which happens to be the day after this recording goes up. 
you'll be able to pick right. up Kirby Triple Deluxe, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, and Super Mario 3D Land for $19.99. Three, uh, I really like, I mean, obviously 3D Land's incredible. Um, I, I like Triple Deluxe, and it's weird. I, th- I played, like, Luigi's Mansion for, like, five hours, and then never went back to it, but, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You know what? I, I, I don't know if it was just, like, the original Luigi's Mansion, it was nice to be able to have free reign of the mansion. Uh, I didn't like the quartered-off areas in this in this one. Uh, I would like mm-hmm. to one day go back and revisit it, but it is definitely not on the priority list. Gotcha. All right. Well, I think, yeah. I mean, Super Mario 3D Land is one of my favorite games ever. Triple Deluxe, never played it, and I won't play it. Because <laughs> I played Robobot, and I didn't like that, really. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. Perfect for Halloween. Ooh, so. spooky. And you know what else is spooky? This next story. Is it? Is it because it's double 18? Yes. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, read it. I was waiting for you. I'll do it. I'll do it. FIFA 18 sells 18% of its copies on the Nintendo Switch, so... Man, that's pretty good. That's pretty good when you consider um, that FIFA definitely still comes out for like PS3 and PS uh, and PS and and, and Xbox PSX. 360. So, you know, like if you were saying, oh, it's sold 18 percent between PS4, Xbox, and Switch, then you might not be so, you know, like optimistic about that. But when you consider, you know, FIFA's released on like everything. So, 18%, that's a, yeah, look, Windows, uh, Switch, PS3, PS4, 360, Xbox One. So, one, two, three, four, six, six different platforms, and it's got 18%. It's not too shabby. That's awesome. Not too shabby. No, that's amazing. So, good. I hope that, that must be pretty good sales then. No, that, I mean, and maybe that shows EA that, like, hey, Nintendo fans like get your want stuff together. some some sport games and they want to play them, you know. So bring us some fully featured versions, please. And thank you. Wonderful, wonderful. Now, next up, this is fantastic. There is an Arms graphic novel in production. Oh, when I saw that, dude, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe it. That's just so good because that universe is so great. And I want to see more of it. Now, yeah, is this Nintendo is partnering with Dark Horse? Or yep. I assume, yep. right? And the, yeah, which they make all those Zelda ones. Yeah, they made the, the, the big books, books and, and stuff, yeah. And it comes out next fall, so a year from now. So we'll have plenty of a whole year of hype. Yeah, hopefully we'll, they'll get all these new characters that will assume, I'm assuming, you know, there are going to be some more characters coming out, so. Mm-hmm. Turns out Mechanica is evil. That'd be no bueno. Yep. But you know what would be bueno? Is if Nintendo made a Game Boy Classic. And why do you say that, Perry? Because they filed a trademark for Game Boy. Now, Now, why would they do that? I don't know. Maybe Game Boy Virtual Console on Switch, which would would absolutely be amazing. Mm, That would be so cool. Oh man, I would love that. I would buy the games again. <laughs> and then, and then they could add touch controls, 
and what you do is you just flip the switch on its side and hold it like an old Game Boy, and you only have a little tiny bit of screen on the top, but then it has big well, touch buttons. Well, here's the thing. I'm if just you hold kidding. The, if you hold your switch on the side, you can play like with the Joy-Con, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's true. You can play it. So, yeah, that's a... Uh, that would be awesome, and who wouldn't want one of those? And I wonder what it'd be like. Yeah, no, you know? that I'm. Yeah, because like you wouldn't want to make it too miniature, because then like obviously the screen's gonna be stupid small, and then it would just be uncomfortable to hold. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could also probably make it and maybe let it go out to the TV. Well, I was gonna say you could probably make it um, just the size of like a Game Boy Pocket. And yeah. it's like, it's all going to be pretty much empty anyway, you know what I mean? So it wouldn't be like super expensive to make. That might be an option. Although I guess they need to deal with putting a, a screen in there and I don't know. Yeah. Like you said, who knows? Maybe it just shoots, it, so cool. maybe it just shoots it to the TV and it's not actually portable. Yeah, I can see that. That'd be a nice way a to lot. record some beautiful looking Game Boy games. Yes, you're right. So... Hopefully, we'll hear about that. So Now, speaking of classics, did you hear about this ridiculous yes. SNES classic offered by Dell? For the low, <laughs> low price of $479.93? Oh, it's amazing. You get, obviously, you get the classic, and uh, but you also get five 3DS games to go along with it. Now, don't get me wrong, <laughs> this is like... The quality of this bundle is not in question. You get Monster Hunter Stories, uh, Majora's Mask 3D, Dragon Quest VIII, Samus Returns, and Pokemon Sun, and the classic for that price, but what a random bundle. Yeah, well, you get a, a 3DS as well. No. Do you? Yeah, I guess... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have to for that price. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but, like, why would you buy all... It just doesn't make sense. Like, who's in the market for... A 3DS with these five games and a classic. Well, apparently it's not available anymore, so either they sold it, <laughs> sold out, or they decided, this is the stupidest yeah, thing we've yeah. ever done. What, what did we do? <laughs> <laughs> we're Dell. Yeah. We're, why are we selling this anyway? Yeah. yeah why did Nintendo send us these things? <laughs> yeah. Well, throw it, just throw it in a in a collection with all the rest of the crap they sent us. Ah, oh, that is so funny. Try try to try to sell everything. Maybe they literally had one of each of these things. And yeah, yeah. They just wanted to sell it all at once to one person. And they just put it up until someone bought it and they sold out. One super That's desperate person is like, oh, I guess I'll yeah. buy the five hundred dollar bundle. <laughs> Okay, cool. So, uh, next up, Heyo Mutant Muds Collection for the Switch, baby. Ooh-wee, thank goodness. Come on down. Yes, friend of the show, Jules, watch him. He is, he is plunging onto the Switch, finally. And it's not just Mutant Muds. It's a collection, like we said. Mm. And that is Mutant Muds. Mutant Mud Super Challenge and Mud Blocks. Woo! Which is which is Bomb Monkey with a reskin with Mutant Muds, which is a great idea. And it's going to be oh so cool because I love Bomb Monkey. Now, here's hoping that they have 
that they can at least use the original song from Bomb Monkey because that's my favorite song. I've never played Bomb Monkey, so I'm uh, excited to actually get a chance to play. Yeah, you should be. It's great. And there's going to be leaderboards on every game. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing no, wrong with that. We might just have to have Jules back on when this comes out. Yeah, that'd be fun. And if not, yeah. we're going to have some serious mud block competitions. Yeah. We could do a, a challenge. Mm. Sign me up. Boom. Okay. Well, no, I wonder. Yeah, yeah, because we could play like against each other's high, high scores and stuff. Okay. Uh, next up, though. We've got some Stardew Valley news. It debuts at number one on the top-selling eShop game, but yeah, that's to be expected with how much hype was around that game. I would have been shocked if it didn't. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to hear numbers on this game because I think it's potentially a lot. Oh, I, yeah. Because I, I know people have been saying, like, yeah, I, you know, I played it for 200 hours on the computer. I cannot wait to have it on my Switch to play with me wherever I go. So I think yeah. you're getting a lot of people who are going to be double-dipping on this game. Yes. Oh, and I just... Please bring Animal Crossing Oh, 2018 soon. holiday. Oh, yep. I hope Put so. Put it in the books. Actually, I hope it's 2018 early winter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or actually... Put it in the uh, the Odyssey how slot. About late, I'd be okay with that. How about late fall 2017? I'd be fine with that, too. Late fall 2017? Yeah. All right. I'm in. I'd be fine with that. Heck, why don't they just release it now? Yeah, but even better. Screw Stardew Valley. <laughs> yeah. They got to think, like, man, one guy made this game, and I bet more people played that than the last Animal Crossing. <sighs> Probably. And they're thinking, oh my goodness, why, how could we let this happen? We're being a bunch of gyms over here. Anyway, Mm -hmm. (laughs) moving on. Why did we do that weird 3DS update to the game? We should have been working on a new game. (laughs) Imagine that they just didn't work on a new game. Imagine that they were just putting all their effort into that update. There was just never another Animal Crossing game again. Let's not think such sad things. Anyway, okay. now, this last little bit of news we got here from Koizumi in a Retro Gamer interview says, When we were making prototypes, we and this is, uh, excuse me, this is on Mario Sunshine. When we were making prototypes, we were exploring the idea of a disaster recovery mission style game. We experimented with a lot of different things before we switched over to making it a platform action game. It was challenging coming up with ways to include new elements like having people uh, without it seeming odd. Um, In an early prototype, the player wasn't searching for shine sprites, but instead the story was set on an island that was slowly becoming uh, polluted by enemies. The idea was that you'd wash the pollution away with flood and, uh, and also use it to defeat the boss enemy, the source of the pollution. Could you imagine that was like... What a drastically different game that would have been if if that was the the route they ended up going with. It's weird. Yeah, that's why I included yeah. it here because it, it is just weird and sort of strange to think about. So, it wasn't a Mario game. No, it was. It was still Sunshine, but like instead of collecting 
uh, sun sprites or shine sprites and, um, you know, how, how it was sort of like, oh, let's take Mario 64 and sort of riff off that. I guess they were trying to go well, in a completely different direction. Well, they said before switching to a platform action game. Yeah, before switching it to what it is. Well, to a Mario game, to me, it's like that's what Mario is, right? Yeah, but the think about so. back then, 3D Marios, this was only the second one. So there was no standard 3D Mario game. There right. was just 64, you know? Right, right. Well, I'm certainly... Not to say that this wouldn't have been a good game, but I am glad they ended up making the change. I love me some sunshine, baby. Mm, me too, me too. But anyway, that's going to bring us to the end of our news section here. Woo-wee. I think we're going to take a quick little breather, and then when we come back, we're going to get in the driver's seat of that hype train and start propelling it forward with our top three most anticipated releases of the year. Alrighty, we are back. And before we get into our own most anticipated games, we've got a couple of winners to announce, don't we, Perry? That's right, and we can read some of our uh, tweeted answers. Yes, sir. Why not, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so our YouTube winner, our YouTube, because we had two things here, right? Remember, we had a a $110 eShop card giveaway for YouTube and one for Twitter and our YouTube, well, Twitter and Reddit, Um, and... It was Daniel Malupo. Woo! Yeah, Daniel. Good job, Daniel. Now you can go buy Goner on the eShop. Yes, sir. $9.99. It's a good pick. Yeah. Yep. Now, what about our uh, our other raffle? Where does it come from? Twitter? Where did the where did the old random drawing come from? It came from Holy Horns. It came from Twitter, yes. Uh, we also opened this up on Reddit, so there were a ton of responses over there, but randomly selected Andrew, a.k.a. Giant Bowser 2003. Congratulations, congratulations. Now, he said his most anticipated game, as he tweeted to us, was L.A. Noir. I never finished it on the Xbox and feel like playing it on the go. Will let me finish it at my own pace. Beautiful. There we have Great it. Great idea. Wonderful. Now, now, let me tell you real quick. One of the bit more uh, popular answers we got was a little game called Hollow Knight. Yes, I. That's what I was thinking too. Like a ton of them. Uh, Flare yeah, Link like, on Reddit. I don't even Reddit. know what this game is. Yeah, Flare Link on Reddit. Hollow Knight is a game I'm most excited for since I want to play it on the go and not on a laptop. Okay, so we should check this game out. Yeah, no, I, I I looked at it. It looks pretty cool. Um, I don't exactly like you said. It, it looks visually really cool. Um, but yeah, it's like a Metroidvania style game. Um, I guess it originally came out for Windows, 
in, earlier this year, February. So, you know, this is going okay. to be, you know, a nice little uh, little way to play it on the go. This was actually a Kickstarter game. Raised over $57,000 by the end of 2014. So, it's good to see oh, that they... Oh, that's uh, where I've heard about it. Okay, cool. They made it come out. Cool. Yeah. Um, also, uh, at Squirtle WWE fan... <laughs> <laughs> is a great name he says uh or they say uh xenoblade chronicles 2 rocket league looks pretty good too though yeah lots of rocket league lots of rocket league as to be expected i think um i saw a good amount of dooms plenty of dooms involved as well yep uh uh, let's see what else we got here oh uh big goron z says project Octopath Traveler. Mm, that's a goodie too. I can, yeah, we got. I I got a I got a pretty good one here. I think is uh, pretty funny. Because you Go just would it. never have anticipated this being it, but Ice Twelve Tray says Balloon Fight versus Balloon Fight is one of my favorite games ever, and I never played the arcade version, so I'm looking forward to it. Other than that, Heck I'm yeah. pumped for Oxenfree. Cool. Yeah, cool, so cool. I, I, it was nice to see a couple of games that you might not normally think people are that hyped for, but mm-hmm. that's what that's why I like doing these giveaways and stuff, just to hear what you know people are talking about and what they're playing, and just to yeah. see all the different uh, gaming tastes from our own, you know. Totally, totally. Now, speaking of our own tastes, let's get into our top three. So. I'm going to start it off with my number three. Are you ready for it? I was born ready for it. Beautiful. That would be Axiom Verge. Woo! A little game we talked about before. Yeah. Now, my physical version, like I said, <laughs> I, I know it's out right now, but I'm not playing it. I'm not going to download it twice. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to pay for it twice. I'm waiting for my physical version, and I really want to play it. That's about it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, if that's what you want, man. Now, my third... I don't know if this necessarily is my third anticipated, but I'm going to put it on the bottom of the list. And that is Xenoblade Chronicles 2. All right. Now, this is a game I'm obviously very excited for. I I, absolutely adore the first one. One of my favorite RPGs of all time. Didn't love X as much. Enjoyed it. It was fine. But we're going back to the roots. You know, we're getting a proper sequel to the first game. I'm really excited for it. But it's in that sense of I'm excited for it, but I'm not dying for it. You know, like when we get it, I will be very excited and very happy to play it. But right now, I'm not foaming at the bit for it. But so weird how it's coming out so soon. I think so weird. I think that might be part of it. Like I feel like part of me is just like it's not coming out in 2017. <laughs> you know, right. and it's like obviously it is, but yeah, I don't know. It's strange. I I know it's going to be a game I want to really really enjoy digging into once it comes around, but for the time being mm-hmm. it it's pegged number 3. All right. Well, my number 2 for for you know, like these are kind of loose rankings, but uh, Skyrim. Ooh, all right. You're gonna finally dip in, huh? Dip your toes into the Skyrim pool. Yeah, yeah. I think I will because it's portable, and I think that'll be a fun. 
kind of breakaway. I've been playing a lot of, you know, indie games. Yeah, a lot and, of little, uh, little bite-sized experiences. Yeah, yeah. So I'm totally going to dig into that. I should say this isn't on the list, but honorable mention would be the DLC for Zelda, too. That'll be, mm, that'll be cool. If it comes out in 2017. Yeah. I, I'm not... I don't know if I'm convinced. Yeah. No no word on it is making me the a little Amiibo nervous. Do. Yeah, but <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. What about year number 2? My number 2 I have here is 9 parchments. Oh yeah. Do you remember that little uh little game? Heck yeah. Now the th- game that you said you'd buy for me for Christmas. Yes. Is that the game? Did I say that? Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh did. yeah, because I wanted to play together. Um, yeah. No, this game reminds me of Gauntlet Legends, which is one of my all-time favorite games. I, it's just the the time I played that game on N sixty four. You know, my brother, me, and then my two neighbors. We would, you know, four player local co op. So much fun. This game it screams. Call of Legends to me, so I I cannot wait to play this game. It, it looks beautiful, and if it if it can scratch that Gauntlet Legends itch, I am on board. I I'm gonna be honest with you, um, a game like that sounds like so much fun to play with you. Oh, so, I can't wait, man. Heck yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a lot of fun. Can't wait till I I find that in my stocking. <laughs> in your virtual stocking. Yep. Now for my number one pick drum roll for it i guarantee you you're not ready for this because you're gonna think i'm crazy Hmm. are you ready i'm trying to think if i could think of such a crazy proposition but no i don't i really don't (laughs) sonic forces no (laughs) i call shenanigans (laughs) yep 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 i'm just kidding not really well thank goodness um yeah surprisingly enough the Revelations collection, the Resident Evil Revelations, specifically two. Well, I'll be dipped. Because that's my What's number that? one as well. Really? <laughs> yeah, man. Heck yeah. <laughs> and it is so funny because I was like, yeah, pr- like I'm excited for both, you know, but like I've already played the first one. Granted, it was years ago at this point and I could probably yeah. use a refresher, but no, I'm, oh, yeah. I've never played. Yeah. Uh, Revelations too, so I'm uh, I'm excited. Woo wee! Look and at it's that physical. Heck yeah! Look at that. Both of us. We're just a couple of Resident Evil knuckleheads. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Wonderful. Well, yeah. I there's a lot of game, and you know, part of me is like, you know, it, looking at the releases ahead. I mean, we have Mario. But after that, I mean, there's nothing that's, like, crazy. I mean, you have Xenoblade, but I'm not completely on board for that. I know you are, but, I mean, and still, I feel like that's kind of a long burn. Uh, but, you know, I think, I feel like that this stuff is going to slow down, hopefully. God, a I hope bit, so. At least. It has to, right? I need a minute to breathe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's, it's got to slow down, because there's, like... Like, at least, like, ten games coming out a week is sick. Yeah, you know? it's like, oh. how can you even keep up? It doesn't make any Which, any sense. You missed this in the, in the news block. This is Perry's news block coming in. Uh, Party Golf is coming October 19th. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dude, that came out of nowhere. I know. 
Because heck yeah. No, I I I thought you know when we heard they must have already been working on the Switch version or something when we talked to them at PAX. I think they were talking with Nintendo about those dirty about dogs. Kit. Yep, that's a great game to look forward to. I yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, yeah, yeah. Anyway, plenty of really great games coming. Um, I think uh, I think we're all gonna be busy to the end of the year. That's for certain. Oh man, Odyssey, dude. Oh. Oh man. Yeah. Well, we're so, t- just a little teaser, I guess, to next yeah, week. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yep. Yeah. Why, why don't you tell the good folks we uh, what yeah, we have in so store? Yeah. So, our topic of the show next week is we're gonna rank. All the 3D Mario games. Ooh, and it's going to be crazy. <laughs> it is. And I think that we should... Should we loop in the the, the 3D land and world games? Oh, absolutely. Not? Yeah, they're included. Okay. Yeah. I kind of like them. Like, I kind of want to put them in their own genre because then that would give me hope that they'd make more of them. You know what I mean? Like, instead of thinking that this is the step well, of... Uh, uh, you know what I mean? I'm not like, but that's just me. No, I know what you mean. I, I think we, there's still space for both kinds of games, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. think just because we're revisiting the more traditional 64 Sunshine style of 3D Mario that we'll never revisit the other ones, you know? Like, I could see the yeah. next game being in a more, you know, similar vein to a 3D world, which is going to be... I mean, I don't want to say that it's easier, but, like... I'm assuming when you stack the two games side by side, it's probably easier to just make individual levels, you know what I mean, than just right. like a big cohesive area with tons of things oh, in it. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe that's uh, they do a quick turnaround, and in two years from now, we have a new 3D World kind of game. I love that. Oh, especially on Switch. So good. Um, But yeah. Dang it, KC, you're using all of our anecdotes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean... Oh. Cancel all of that, which I said, and we'll just paste it yeah. on the end of next episode. <laughs> there we go. Uh, you know what? I actually, I I totally have a hankering for. So a whopper. Oh yes, <laughs> thank you. But uh, I would love a a new Super Mario Bros. game. Maybe not not necessarily new Super Mario Bros., but a two D side scrolling one. I would love if they pulled a Sonic Mania and did like a Mario just two bit. Not two bit, like two D in like the eight or sixteen bit bit style. Oh man! And like make it a thirty dollar game, boom, you know. Or hell, I'd pay full price for it. But you know what I mean? I think it'd be so cool. Oh yeah, yes. Anyway, let's save all this Mario talk for next week when we we ramp up the hype train. We start Mario Palooza. (laughs) I like it. Talk Nintendo's Mario Palooza twenty seventeen. Mario Mania. Oh yeah. Alrighty, that's going to bring us to the end of the show. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter at TalkNintendoPod. That's TalkNintendoPod. You can follow us, or subscribe, I should say, on YouTube by going into the description right here on your podcast services. Click the link, hit subscribe, or you can just search us on YouTube, TalkNintendo. First one that shows up. It's like an orange circle. Yep, big, beautiful orange circle. And, yeah... I think that's going to be the end of the old show, and we will see you next week. Giddy up.
Project Octode Colin Path. Le uh, Leighton's Mystery Journal. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Saloon.